Here we are once again. Time flies. Happy Monday, everybody. Hello, Jesse. Jesse's he's the first one out there today. Hello back to you, Jesse. Thanks for uh, for being here today. And you, you got the day off there, do you? What do you do on your day off? Are you enjoying the weather? I know it's, it said it's pretty hot out, right? I don't know. What's the weather? 25 degrees, according to my Windows weather. Today, the weather will be 25 degrees, a little bit of cloudy skies, and highly friggin' extra hot humidity. <laughs> There's your weather report for today. And my brother, Christopher Holbrook out there, how you doing? Happy Monday to you and the family as well, Christopher. Thanks for watching. And for the rest of you who might be watching out there as well, do me a favor, say hello in the comments. Let me know how you're doing, and happy Monday. Hello, everybody. I'm David Burroughs, of course, your weekly host here on The Shoe. A really, a really big shoe. <laughs> I forget who I ran into a couple of weeks ago. They said, hey, you're the host of that really big shoe. <laughs> it's like, okay. All right. It's called The Show with David Burroughs, but I'll take that. <laughs> um, some plans coming up for a 10-year celebration, hopefully. Uh, mark your calendars for November the 6th. If you want to help me celebrate 10 years here on the show, come up from November. Whoa. Oh, my Amazon notification went off. Alexa, what's my notification? One new notification from Amazon Shopping. Last month, you bought Joy of really? Portable Digital Alexa, stop. Mobile... I'm not interested in doing surveys. I'm waiting for a package, so that's why I got excited there for a moment. Don Stillwell's out there. Hi, hi, Don. I haven't forgot about you. Um, you're on my, my list for, like, next week. Because I got this week, and then we're going away. We're Jennifer and I are celebrating our uh, four-year anniversary on Thursday, and um, yeah, we're going to take some time away. Um, I'm going to be heading down to Hamilton with some of my brothers from the 999th Legion for uh, a memorial ride. So, uh, <clears throat> uh, lots happening this week. But I haven't forgot about you, Don, and I'm I'm looking forward to that. Congrats on the anniversary. Yeah, thanks. So. November the 6th. Mark it on your calendars, folks. We'll have more details uh, in, in about two weeks of what's going to happen. But I can tell you it will be celebrating. There will likely be music, food, you know, the usual stuff, right? Um, and there's probably a bar somewhere in there, right? So November the 6th is the tentative date to celebrate. Um, lots of plans. My friend Dana's helping me out with that. So... Uh, 10 years, I just, I kind of look back and I go, wow, how did that happen? Well, I'll tell you how some of it happened. Uh, some of it happened because of the great supporters that I get, not just from you folks that uh, come here and watch. And, I, you know, I, I realized, too, not everybody watches live. I had somebody say that, you know, I watch your show all the time, but I never watch it live because it's 3.30 in the afternoon. I get it. It works for me. But I know that a lot of you watch it after. So when you are here live, I really, really do appreciate it. So, uh, happy to have you here. But thanks to the many sponsors over the years, Active Ears Hearing Center, where better hearing begins with you. My friend Christine Fiji's helped me out there. 
uh, our friends from Hughes Intelligence, been great supporters for many years. Uh, I saw Barry Bentley from Hughes Intelligence over the weekend. We were at the five o'clock dockside uh, event for Alzheimer's, which was sold out, great event. Uh, I live streamed it and uh, it was a good turnout. So I'm sure they raised lots of money. I don't have a number yet, but thank you Hughes Intelligence. Um, Joe's Discount Tire, of course, coming on board in the last few years. Great supporters. When you see the show on the go or my van with all this pr printing all over it, that came from Joe's Tire and H&I Service Center as well, actually. And uh, Oswald's Diner, of course, family-owned and uh, motorcycle enthusiasts, of course, as well. They're the ones we did the uh, Thunder Bay trip with. My butt is still, still forgiving me a little bit, but it was all worthwhile. Uh, check them out online in their menu at oswalds.com. And, of course, from day one, our friends at AG Event Graphics um, here on Science SWO, a part of that company, and uh, Guy and uh, my friend Kevin who works there. Thank you so much for all your support from very day one, 10 years. Uh, I hope they can make it out to this celebration. Uh, visit them online at askguy.ca and um, make sure you say, hey, David talks very hard. I don't know, say some nice things. You know what I'm talking about, right? Um, but it is great to have those sponsors in place and supporters. you got to have supporters, as we'll be talking about coming up in a few minutes. My uh, friend Dave Brown from uh, United Way, Sarnia Lambton, uh, will be joining us here in a few moments. So, uh, again, thanks to our sponsors. Oh, my, i got all these noises going off. I keep, here we go, close that. There we go, we're back. Um, yeah, so good to have supporters out there. And one of the ones that I really love to talk about is our Tourism Sarnia Lambton or Ontario's Blue Coast. They now have an app that you can download on your phone. I've downloaded it, you should download it too. And as you're touring around Lambton County, you can earn some points and some gift cards and a whole list of things that you can earn by visiting and doing certain things in Lambton County. So whenever I hear somebody say to me still, this really annoys me. <laughs> There's nothing to do in Lambton County. I'm like, really? First of all, you have to get off your couch. And I know that maybe that was hard with COVID and everything, but you could you were still able to get out and walk, right? Get around. Download the app. There's lots to do uh, here in Lambton County. And now you can get rewarded for it. So thanks to uh, Tourism Center Lambton, uh, Mark Perrin and his team down there at Ontario's Blue Coast for that. This is happening as well. Mr. J was on the show a few weeks ago. Uh, the Jam in Germain Park. Open mic and jam at Germain Park. Germain Park is a beautiful park. And I, I've, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I often think that it gets forgotten because it's, it's so far away from the road. Like we just drive by it all the time and we don't get to see it. Take the time and go down to Germain Park and enjoy the beauty down there. The landscaping is amazing. Flowers. And the city of Sarnia staff put so much pride into looking after the gardens down there. And there is a stage for music. And the jam in Germain Park brought forward by Mr. J. He reached out to the city and said, I want to do this thing. They're like, yep, sure. Uh, every Wednesday night in August from 6 to 8 p.m. He told me they'd get like 60 to 70 people out there, which is fantastic. Social distancing still, of course. But um, that's great to see an outdoor event. Brought forward, the musician said, I want to do this thing. They went to the city. They made it happen. Local music seemed very important in any community, but certainly huge here in Sarnia Lambton. And uh, as we're going to see coming up, we're going to have uh, one of the uh, co-owners of a new music venue, Rooster, going to be here talking to us after we talk to Dave Brown. 
but you can get out every Wednesday if you're a musician. Uh, if you don't have a guitar or whatever, I think he said they, they'll, they'll let you use theirs. Maybe, perhaps, don't quote me on that, but just get down there. And if you don't play, just go. They need an audience to play too, right? So you can check that out every Wednesday night in August. And I think he said that they might even like move it forward into September if you know the participation is good and and things keep uh, working well, which from my understanding, I haven't been down there yet. I haven't been able to get there. Wednesdays are busy for me, but uh, check that out in Jermaine Park. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing if that continues. Of course, like the city of Sarnia had, you know, their venues down at like Tecumseh Park and Canatera Park, Banshell, and all, all different parts of the Agora. I think they had music going on, but unfortunately we weren't able to have that. So really nice to be able to have that here now. Um, as I mentioned as well, the Alzheimer Society had their, it's five o'clock Dockside. And that was uh, a great success down by uh, Dockside or Sarnia Bay Marina. Uh, Borderline Band was there playing the Margaritaville style of music. People were dancing and they had their, their parrots on their heads and their, it was just a really good time. And uh, great food served up by Dockside and uh, the cold beverages were flowing. And I was happy to live stream it for them as well. So it turned out uh, really well. So congratulations to the Alzheimer's Society on that. I know they're already talking about doing it again next year and on an even bigger scale. It was that much of a success. So uh, congratulations to them. All right, well, he's always ready. He's never late. I can I can tell you that for sure. And before we get to Dave Brown, we'll say, uh, Danny Cacciamelio, how you doing, Danny? Boy, I miss you, buddy. We gotta see each other face to face. I have a list of people, including my next guest that we gotta get together with. Uh, Shrek, hello, Shrek. Good to have you here as well. Let's bring on my first guest today. Here is Dave Brown. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing wonderful. Thanks, David. And how are you? Oh, I'm always good when you're around, buddy. <laughs> Great. Awesome. <laughs> I feel like, you know, we've sort of been seeing each other in person, but it's always you're out for a walk and I'm out flying the drone. <laughs> well, yeah. And, you know, to your earlier point, there is always things to do in Sarnia Lampton. You know, every week you rattle off a list of things. Facebook has got additional things to do. And even just going out for a walk, whether it's down by the river or out by Canaterra or even one of the nearby parks or conservation areas in Lampton County, there's lots to do and, and for the whole family. Yeah, no. And uh, I mean, like I say, just go for a walk. I mean, Sometimes that sounds boring, but when you get outside and you do that walk thing, you're like, oh, I never, oh, I never knew that was, <laughs> I'm still discovering things in this area and I've lived here all my life. So, well, as you know, walking down underneath the bridge with the water and the clouds, that scenery literally changes every day. Uh, I, I can fly my drone down there every day and I got friends of mine, my friend Barry Loxton is always taking pictures and it's like, it just never gets old. It's just You're a right. brand new scene every day. That's a good way to put it. Well, yeah. let's talk about United Way, Sarnia Lampton, and uh, what things they've been doing. Boy, you guys really haven't slowed down with even with COVID. You kept going. You're absolutely right. Uh, we have not slowed down. Uh, we've been working behind the scenes, uh, refreshing some of our online giving software. Uh, there's a few other pieces of software that we're doing for the first time. I think you and I talked in, in past shows about our brand new website. Yeah. the state-of-the-art e-commerce uh, portal. Uh, we've got a board members and key volunteers portal where board members can go in and see all of our board minutes and agendas, um, you know, financial reports, all of that, all in one handy spot. 
Uh, so lots, you're right, absolutely lots have been going on. And with that new website and, and software, of course, comes training. So uh, the staff here have been very involved in training and, and coming up with new ideas and making sure we've got all of our ducks in a row for this fall's campaign, which will be kicking off probably by the time the next time you and I get together online here. All right. All right. Well, before we uh, talk about, uh, I want to show the new website too, because I just looked, I see that it is up, right? Um, but let's talk about this, because if you're watching this live, folks, this is the last day for this uh, Play to well, Win. This, this is the, the other um, website we got set up. This is exclusively for our 50-50 draw. And uh, right now, we're at, the overall uh, total is 1865 But you're right. Tonight at 11.59 is the last time you can buy a ticket for the early bird draw which is an additional $1,000. Oh, so wow. I invite and uh, encourage all of your viewers uh, to get on. The website address is simply united5050.ca. And oh. uh, go right to that site, and you can buy tickets right on. That's united5050.ca. There's no slash or anything. It's as simple as possible. Right there. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. So uh, your viewers can, can log on. And, and please share that. It's on our Facebook page and, and elsewhere. So please share it, not just for today, for the 50-50 draw, but the actual grand prize draw isn't drawn until September the 15th. So there's lots of time to get in there. We're going to have monthly draws as well. We don't expect to be as successful as other groups that do 50-50 draws. But, you know, if we can do, uh, you know, four or 5,000 a month, uh, then that goes a long way to help bridging our the gap between, um, you know, the campaign achievement and reaching the goal. Yeah, well, and this is just another example of how the United Way has been able to adapt. Um, not even, you know, I, we keep saying adapt to COVID, but really just adapting to new technology Yes, and uh, just a uh, it's a ever changing world with this technology, and it's really become a new way for local organizations like yourself to go. We got to keep relevant here. Absolutely, not only is it uh, providing us a creative opportunity to raise more money in a variety of ways, but also be more cost effective going forward using technology that we've already purchased for COVID. And I'm thinking about things like more remote working and better service for volunteers and donors who ask questions about things. So you're right, uh, the key for us and, and other charitable organizations is to keep creative, keep talking to, to people right here in our community, like yourselves, who've got a lot of skill sets and lots of ideas on how groups like the United Way and other charitable organizations can use technology to not only survive uh, in COVID-19 and post-pandemic times, but thrive as well. Yeah. Here's a, a brief look at the uh, the new website. Um, this was, I think last time you were here, um, this wasn't quite live yet. No, no. We uh, we went live in early August. I think it was August 5th. And uh, there's even been a few enhancements to this site as well. There's also a direct link to the 50-50. There's direct links to online donation cards. A number of uh, people are starting to donate online um, and donate shares. And, and stocks and there's some oh, really tax advantages for that and there's a number of spots on there on that website where you can download the transfer form it's very simple you, you hit on a key piece right there our new funding focus which is from poverty to possibility uh, and of course we want to uh, to help people out of poverty and stay out of poverty and thrive but we also know that there's a segment of the population um who we have to take care of who are just not able to get jobs and, and whatnot because of addictions and mental health and, and a number of things. So 
that poverty of possibility is a huge piece. We're looking at funding upwards to 45% of our available allocations for agencies that help in that area. And you, your viewers may know that we're already funding a warming shelter out of Walpole Island First Nations. We're funding the St. Vincent de Paul right now for uh, items that aren't typically donated to their to their food banks, such as diabetic supplies and uh, baby supplies. River City Vineyard, we're funding there. All that kids can be uh, has always been important to United Way uh, and our funders as well. Boys and Girls Club, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, Summer Autism Camp, Breakfast Programs uh, are just examples of that. And of course, Healthy People, Strong Communities. Healthy People is where a big piece of that is our seniors funding. Uh, we know that seniors need Meals on Wheels, they have transportation needs, they have isolation and mental health needs. Uh, so we're providing a lot of funding to Family Counseling Center and VON and a number of agencies to help out there. And of course, the other piece of that strong community is that's the mental health. Uh, we know we've got to continue to put money into suicide uh, awareness and suicide prevention. Uh, we have to decrease isolation and improve inclusion. And our agencies are doing a fantastic job right here in Surrey and When you look at the outcomes and the impacts and the fact that they're lasting outcomes and impacts, uh, our community wins, not just the clients and the families. Yeah, this is really good to have on the website, too, because uh, uh, we try to Every time we have Dave Brown here, there's something we try to debunk a myth of, and that is that United Way supports senior programs only. And that's, uh, I, I think we're getting better at that, but yeah. is that still something that's a bit of an obstacle sometimes? Hey, it is, um, but but we are making improvements on that, 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 you know, we're not. And the other thing too, is we're not just one organization. We're actually uh, 20 different organizations that provide 40 different programs and services. And, you know, we're local. And, and you and I have driven that home like a number of yeah. times. And it's not just the money raised in the community is used for local agencies. It's that local board directors, local decision making. We make policies at our United Way that make sense for our community. We fund programs and services that are meeting the greatest needs in our community. And so I think that really helps set the United Way apart. We know that everybody wants to help the less fortunate in our community. We don't always know what's maybe the best way to help the most people. And, and we believe that the United Way is nicely positioned to do just that. It's almost like we're the financial planner in the social service industry. Hey, that's a good way of putting it, you know, um, because I know you do. And, and speaking of that, like you do make investments from the money that comes in. You're always looking at uh, being completely transparent on the money, um, keeping it all local. And, and let's talk about something about that that I'm not sure we've talked about before. Like all the money stays local. Mm -hmm. um, but that's that's a hard thing to do. That can be harder than like sometimes, you know, you, you would print business cards if people still do that, you know, and yeah. you might want to go to Vista print or or somewhere out of town because it happens to be like, is it difficult to keep it local? It is. And, and you know, in fairness, some of our software we've had to go out of town because, you know, we're using um, a United Way proprietary uh, software system, right. which, which enables us to keep track of the campaign. And, and who's made pledges and that kind of thing. And uh, the cheapest software we found is actually in the U.S. Uh, yeah. we paid, but we paid just $4,000 U.S. for that software. 
other uh, competing organizations, some of which are Canadian, are into the tens of thousands of dollars. So even though that 4,000 may legitimately go out of the community, we're arguing that we're saving our community 16,000 uh, in, in that purchase price. And that 16,000 can go directly into agencies. Uh, the only other thing that, that we should mention that does go out of town is our dues to United Way of Canada. That's 1%, just 1%, and, and, and that's part of our uh, administration cost, part of that 14%, which is extremely low, even by United Way standards is, is very low, and we're super proud of that. But that 1% gets us uh, research data. They do surveys every couple of years to understand donor donor habits and donor wishes. It provides uh, copyright on the logo. Um, there's also staff at United Way of Canada that interpret government legislation so we can better understand new laws and we can forward that information to any community group in our area. So again, even though the money, that 1% may leave our community, the value and the services we get in return would far and exceed that. I don't think anybody would argue with that happening, um, especially right. when they really understand what the United Way provides to our community. But I, I want to commend you on that because um, uh, you were completely transparent there. You were not afraid to talk about, you no. know, buying this software in the U.S., uh, whereas I think some people might tippy-toe around that. Well, you know, no, you're com uh, you hold, you've said that all along in the, I think, a couple of years we've been doing this now. Um the United Way is as transparent, uh, is 100% transparent, not as transparent as they can be. They are 100% transparent. And right. I think that's uh, really important to a lot of people to see that, especially when they see the savings and then seeing that those savings get put towards either investment or into the programs uh, that you're providing. But with all of this happening, you can save as much as you want. You still need money, yes. <laughs> right? And here's the uh, 2021 needs target for United Way of Sarnia Lambton. Right. Uh, and we set the campaign goal at what we achieved last year, uh, which was 1750000 You may recall we did miss our goal last year yep. a little bit. But, you know, when you look at the numbers and you look at the amount of new donors we had and the amount of people who increased their donations, um, it's a very good news story what our achievement was last year. And we know it's going to be difficult to reach that one and three quarters million this year um, we know that we've lost businesses and we know that people don't have the same employment that they had before and we're seeing inflation i mean working families are paying more at the pumps and are paying more for different you know grocery items and whatnot and that might cut into their donation budget so we're hopeful that everybody who donated in the past is able to give at the same level as last year but those who don't we know we've got to pick up some new donors and i can't think of a better first time tradition for somebody to start supporting the United Way of Sunny Lampton to help us reach that 1.75 and really feel good about what we're all doing in the community and the partnerships that we have. And, uh, you know, with, I think with everybody's support, uh, it's achievable. But like I said, it's, it, we're not taking easy way out going with the same dollar amount as last year. Um, I can tell you that there's about $100,000 in what we call card value that we received last year that we're not sure we're going to get this year because of the economy and because of COVID and, and everything else. So uh, we're, we're aggressive, um, but we're realistic at the same time. Well, it's a, uh, I, like, I even like the title, the needs target. This is what you need. You'll certainly take more. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. But the, the needs target is, is uh, uh, I'm sure it's very, well thought. Well, I guess it'd be like a like a city or a household making a budget and going, 
this is what we need to be able to pull off and continue to provide what we have. And if we don't, uh, that's that's dangerous ground because then we have to start making hard choices about, unfortunately, we can't support that anymore. Did you have to do that last year? Well, fortunately, well, fortunately, unfortunately, we talked to the agencies and, and you talk about transparent. We were open front upfront with the agencies and we said, look, we don't have as much money. You may recall, we, we funded three year on a three year funding cycle. Yes, right. And last year was the beginning of the third year, April 1st to March 31st. So we're in the middle of our last year now. And we talked to the agencies at uh, in December and early January and we said, look, we're, we're in trouble here. We, we don't have the amount of money that we had before. We missed our, our needs target. What can you guys do with that? So there were there were a number of agencies that said, well, you know what, you know, we had a good year in this area or a good year in that. We can take a small cut, and and they would tell us the dollar amount. And so when you look at the amount of agencies that voluntarily cut their allocation, uh, and then we looked at some of the agencies that unfortunately could not provide their service because of COVID. I mean, they may do something that's very much hands on and couldn't do it through Zoom and couldn't do it electronically. Yeah. So unfortunately, they had to stop doing some of their programs and services. So they had some surplus money as well from our allocation. So when you combine those two, we are in a position where we did not have to make mandatory cuts. It was cooperation with our partner agencies, and, and it was all in good spirit. And uh, so we didn't have to cut anybody uh, from a mandatory standpoint, only those voluntary cuts. And right. services are still going on, and they're still doing great work. And we're seeing our agencies actually have an increasing need in some areas because of the isolation and the, the depression and mental illness that the COVID has caused. Yeah. Uh, well, something better than nothing, I guess, would be part of that uh, philosophy. And, and then going, okay, hey, listen, we all got to get along here. We all got to make it work through all these tough times. Um, and then, you know, maybe we can reap the, uh, the higher rewards a little later down the road again. Um, I, I think it's great how you've, uh, you and your team of, uh, there's you and four others, right? Right. Um, and then, I mean, and then your board of directors, of course, as well, which are all community members. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's great to see the survival that United Way has not only survived itself, but been able to provide some uh, survival and some relief, not only to those that maybe you've had for a long time, but we saw some uh, some new organizations that you you kind of, it was kind of like bonus money out there, right? We did have that extra COVID-19 uh, funding from our own Compassion Fund, where we raised an additional $100,000. And then we received some federal government funding, which we were able to flow through directly to the agencies. But the other key thing though, are the, the thousands of volunteers that help raise the money. Yeah show up for the day of caring or show up for this and that. You know, it's those boots on the ground that are really important. And, and without them, there is no board. There is no United Way. So That's right. we can't underestimate the value of, of all the work that they do. And, of course, the donor, the donors who are buying into to our decisions, they're understanding the, the thought that goes into those decisions, and, and just want to make Sonia Lampton a better place. Well, you've done a fantastic job, you and your team, and all the volunteers. Uh, I got to move on here real quick, but uh, I imagine you're excited to know that the Sarnia Sting is most highly likely, probably, <laughs> yes, coming back in September because they, uh, along with many, but uh, they really stand out as a large community supporter. Absolutely, and and I've been uh, been told that there will be 
a black and white game like it has been tradition with the exception of last year which raises a yep. lot of money and a lot of pre-campaign awareness for the united way so we're grateful for the sunniest thing junior a hockey club they're great partners of ours we wish them as much success in uh, in their upcoming season as as they do to us with our season and i look forward to announcing more details on that black and white game really soon but it's coming up and uh we're thanks for bringing that up david I uh, I'm meeting with Jake Bory tomorrow, actually, to go over some details. So Great. likely, I would say probably Wednesday, we'll see some more of uh, what's coming of, of all of that. So, Dave right. Brown, uh, always a pleasure. It was nice to see you walking again the other day, and I appreciate sure. you giving me your time. And um, we're still on for that lunch or beer or whatever we're going to do. I hope sooner than later. Well, the weather's so beautiful. Absolutely. And it's always a pleasure running into you. You've always got great stories in the community and know what's going on. So it's, it's a pleasure to talk with you. Right on. Thanks, Dave. Enjoy the rest of your day, buddy. I will. You too. Thank you. I call him my buddy because he's, he's one of my buddies. We, we always have good conversations and we, we have bumped into each other in the community and we always take time to uh, chat and laugh and giggle a little bit. And uh, it's always nice to uh, have those chats. Dave Brown, Executive Director of the uh, United Way, Sarnia Lambton. And just another reminder, there is their website right there. Their brand spanking new website that you can go check out and uh, find out about their needs target and all the services that they're providing here in our community. Thanks again, Dave Brown. All right, quick back to the comments one more. Carl, how you doing? Good afternoon, Carl, all the way from Oshawa, Ontario, as always. Thanks so much for being here. All right, well, COVID certainly affected a lot of businesses in a negative way. In fact, of course, it's no secret some have closed and some have said this would be a horrible time to start a new business. But there's a few people in this community that might disagree and in fact, they've taken it on into the music world. And Steve Kiernan is uh, my next guest here joining today. I think you're still muted, Steve. There we go. Now I'm yeah, live. there we go. So now you're live. <laughs> How's it going, uh, Dave? It's good to have you here, Steve. Uh, yeah. uh, well, I haven't seen you in person in a while, but uh, for, I guess, obvious reasons. But here we are talking about Rooster Music. Uh, corporation, uh, music hall, or it, it's just, and I, when I, I first saw it months ago, I was out driving, the, I mean, like, what the heck is that? And then I started hearing rumors and all this stuff. And, and I, I'll be the first one to say, why would somebody want to start a music venue in this time? Well, we actually didn't start out as a music venue. Um, my two partners, Bill Eldridge and Mike Beggs, we actually started a music app. And okay. just kind of evolved through the app because things got even slower trying to do an app during that time frame. Uh, we just decided, you know what, we're going to need a venue to do all our testing for the app and stuff. So we went out and rented a hall and got this going and here we are. Yeah. And it's yeah. gone really well so far from what I've yeah. been able to see. Yeah. We've been, been pretty full almost every night. Um, we're at half capacity due to COVID, but right. people are coming out and people are looking for live music again. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Timing's everything, I guess, right? You could say for that. And uh, it seemed like a good time here. And um, especially when you've got the right people involved. I mean, Bill Average, I mean, you know, huge, uh, well, legend in this area. I'll say it for sure. Very well known Absolutely. all over. Um, and certainly his passion lies in the music. And then you've got Mike in there, who's the... Uh, an entrepreneur and uh, you know the app guy, whatever. What's yeah. what uh, what's your part in all this? What do you bring to the table? Uh, I'm I'm an app guy as well. 
I've worked okay. for years and years, both in at Imperial Oil, SMC Lavalin, et cetera, supporting computer systems, stuff like that. Um, the Seeds app that was around town for a little while, that was mining as well, but uh, didn't take off due to COVID as well. And those things are uh, still on the books. We're still working on them, but uh, Rooster's kind of taken the precedence at this point. We're moving forward faster yeah. with it than anything else. Yeah. There's just a lot of musicians unhappy out there with streaming services, the amount they get paid. And we've, we think we've come up with a solution for that. So, Very good. Live streaming. What a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> I say I've been and, doing that like 11 years yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe you should join the team too then. <laughs> well, I'd be open to listening to that yeah. too because uh, I love the live streaming thing. And I, I've seen yeah. that you've done some live from the venue there as well. And uh, yeah, I'd love to help with that. Actually, it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some would say too, that maybe, um, and I was kind of one of the ones I'll admit that it's like way out there. You know what I mean? Like it's out there yeah. and with the drinking and driving thing. Um, but you've really debunked that as well. Cause yeah. how do you think you pulled that off? Well, one of the, one of the reasons why we actually looked out there, <clears throat> excuse me, is to make it the, a little more of a destination place. Yeah. Rather than people dropping in just like a regular restaurant kind of thing. So um, having to go out there and having to kind of pre-plan your route or whatever. Um, we've, we've got a bus that we're working on right now. So hopefully if you, even if you get out there, we can get you back home later. So. Yeah, that's certainly important. And that's, that's great that you're looking yeah. to adapt to that as well because yeah. That would, uh, but I mean, it looks great. I, I'll, I'll admit, I haven't been able to make it. To, I was almost there Friday night, and then I forgot I had to be somewhere else. Yeah. Um, some of our friends from the Oswald's Diner were heading out there, and oh, I yeah. know they were there having a good time. Um, Actually, Art and Karen are—I think they're taking over the kitchen for us out there. So, well, I was kind of leading towards that direction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me, I, me, Bill, and Begsy are not cooks, so. We, we are actually looking for somebody to take over the kitchen and uh, Art and Karen stepped up and we're working on that right now with them. So yeah. Well, they'll put they'll have some really good food out there. Soon. They, well, if it's their Oswald's food, it's going to be awesome. Uh, I, yep. I, they're, they're supporters here, but they're friends of mine and I frequent their place because they do have great food. Um, and it's nice to see another piece of local coming into that venue. Um, yeah. Which is really what this is all about, right? It's all local, or will you have some out-of-town local coming? Uh, we're definitely going to feature local acts once a week at minimum. Uh, we are trying to get some bigger acts like Buck Cherry or oh, okay. Our Lady Peace. Yeah, any anything kind of under the ten grand a night range. That's kind of where we're sitting right now okay. because we're only looking at a hundred people indoors. Uh, Spreading the cost around across 100 people. A lot of people will think it's expensive, but you start factoring in driving to Detroit or London, um, it's it's actually pretty economical for us. Yeah, for sure. Now, <clears throat> pardon me, the outside that you're utilizing right now, um, yeah. how large is that? Like, would you be able to put on like a mini festival out there or is it big enough? Uh, we wouldn't or? say a festival and actually we've got, we do have plans next year to kick off a festival okay. for Rooster. Um, but no, we wouldn't be doing a festival at that location. That's more intimate shows. Yeah. Okay. And hopefully, hopefully once we get, uh, Art and Karen on board, uh, 
people will even just drop out for food and listen to some music while they're doing that. If I know it's their food, I'll be there for sure. Yeah. David Wilcox comes to mind. Yes, he would be <laughs> great. It's hard to find that man now, though. Yeah, it is. He's well. Yeah. He's kind of getting up there, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, and he was hard on himself. So he he was for a few years. Yes, yeah. uh, that's for sure. <laughs> I I had the pleasure of meeting him about three times and interviewing yeah. him, and uh, he he was slowing down then, and that was five years ago. So, yeah. well, <laughs> you know I, how to reach know how to reach him. Let us know. I do actually. He I would be one guy I would be interested in. I love yeah. his music. I'll uh, I'll reach out to his lady who I know uh, looks after this. Uh, yeah, I'd have awesome. to do that. Um, so this just sort of happened by accident. Then it's, this is, could we call this a happy accident? Yeah. I think we were just sitting around one night in the garage during COVID. <laughs> kind of aren't supposed to be doing, but we're business partners. So you do it. Um, and we just thought, you know, it's, it's kind of part of the evolution of working on this app and the app is, is, what we're planning on doing with the app is making it 100% artist owned. So right. we won't even have any um, real shares or anything in the app once it's, it takes off and the artists take it over. So, so this will be a like very, a live streaming app. Is that what you're talking about? And then it, it'll be almost identical, yep. almost identical to any of the other ones. You'll be able to stream music, favorite artists, etc. cetera. Um, but all the proceeds, hundred percent, of what the music makes they get right so then how how do you like but you put all this work into that how do you oh, what, yeah. what, what do you get out of it oh there's other ways of generating revenue yeah okay they're, they're, or ads like or something our, yeah they're like our lost leader yeah i got gotcha. you instead of ripping them off the way the other channels do uh we'll give back so yeah. hopefully they'll appreciate it and they'll all move their music over what, at some point We'll what a great concept. Give back. Yeah. Spread <laughs> yeah. the wealth around. Yeah, that's right. Bezos well, could give me a little bit. What's that? <laughs> the Jeff Bezos could give me a little bit. Yeah, right. <laughs> there you go. Well, they do have Amazon Live now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's uh, any idea when maybe we'll see the app out completely? Have you got a launch date? or? Uh, you're probably looking at first release of it probably about a year from now yeah okay and that'll be like and a beta yeah, yeah yeah that'll probably be a closed beta where people that uh, are either friends or family and things like that um or investors will have first access to it right and then after that it won't take too long to get the first release out but there's a lot of moving parts in the app and actually if i if you don't if you're interested i'll sit down and Show you the data. Yeah, I, I, I'm serious. Reach it, out. It's for really me. complex. So let's uh, let's set, let's set a meeting, and I can uh, you know maybe yeah. offer some insight on the live streaming yeah, side of things or whatever. And uh, I'd love to see it come to 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 uh, to life for sure. Well, congratulations to you and Bill and Mike on uh, um, you know so far it seems like what you could call like I said a happy accident, but great success. Yeah. And obviously, you've already got long term visions. Uh, with the app and even at the uh, at Rooster itself, when uh, how often tell people how often there's entertainment out there? Well, what we're shooting for right now is Friday, Saturday, and Sundays. We have Saturday, Sunday on the patio out back, and then in the evenings we move inside for live right. music inside. Uh, during the winter months, we're probably going to ship that to 
Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then the okay. Sunday. So right, because like, yeah, like Sunday know. afternoon, you had you had something outside yesterday afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was during the uh, summertime where you utilize the patio on the weekends. But, why wouldn't uh, it? <laughs> during the winter, we'll probably move it inside. All right. Now, if somebody, okay, but if somebody had like a, a like, can they come in and say, hey, we want to have a fundraiser here or we want to yeah. rent the hall for yeah, a party? We've, we've actually ran a couple of events already for Coldwell Banker and we got one coming up for Royal LePage. So okay. we bring in bands for them and we cater it. Well, Art and Karen will be able to cater it soon. Yep. Um, but yeah, we, um, we we usually do that on off nights so that it doesn't affect our business gotcha. or the fans that we're bringing in. But yeah, we're always open to talk to people. Right on. Well, Steve, thank you so much for giving me your time here today. And I'm really excited for you guys. And uh, honestly, let's uh, let's connect the time. We'll set a meeting up and, and see what we can do to help each All other right. out. And uh, before I let you go and get back to your days, is there anything else you want to put out there that we might have missed? No. Um, just maybe a shout out to Mike's business, Halo. <laughs> sure, yeah. Talk about what what's that is. Halo, it's a hair salon in town. Um, okay. They're in the mall right now, and they're moving across the road. That's another one of our partners' business. So, right, and of course, Gotta support local. So. Absolutely, and of course, Bill yeah. Eldridge. He still plays with the ISO from time to time, and yep, doing absolutely. his music. He's such a talented guy, Bill Eldridge. Yeah, yeah. Billy's got some extreme talent. It's got a few stories. I'm sure you've heard a few. I've heard oh, a couple. Yeah. Yeah. More than one. <laughs> right. Well, thank you so much, Steve. And uh, I look forward to chatting hey, hey. with you and uh, getting out to the uh, rooster there to uh, check out some of the great local music. Have a great day, my friend. All right, Dave. Take care. Steve Kiernan, uh, one of the co-founders and owners of the new Rooster, uh, started out as an app and now, I guess, uh, kind of a music venue out located out on the Golden Mile. We'll post all the information uh, for Rooster uh, coming up after the show there, but uh, check them out if you love local music. And like they said, if you get out there and plan your destination, and you know, if you go in a group, maybe this time you have a DD, and next time you're the DD, and they're also working on how they can get you home as well. And of course, check their website out online at rooster.ca. Thanks again, Steve. All right, just before we go, what do I got to make sure I do this and this? Yeah, this we'll just do this. Watch out for the motorcycles, we're still on the road, and some of us. Stay around. I got a friend of mine, Sean. Sean, if you're watching, I still think you're crazy for this. He rides his motorcycle all year long, no matter what. But motorcycles are still on the road. And keep an eye out for us two-wheelers. And us two-wheelers, we got to be safe and follow the speed limits and all the road rules of the road, just like everybody else. So let's just keep an eye out for each other. I do appreciate you being here, and I appreciate all my guests. Once again, Dave Brown from the United Way for joining me. Always a pleasure. And there was Steve Kiernan from the new Rooster uh, music venue out on Golden Mile and an app coming in about a year. It's going to be really exciting. That's uh, like a live streaming app for musicians. A fair one is what he's talking to us about. So thanks again to Steve Kiernan for being there. And thanks to all of you. I appreciate you all so much. November the 6th, mark it on your calendar. Uh, for a 10-year celebration. We'll be looking forward to that. That's all the time I got for you this week, everybody. Have a great week and an even better weekend. I will see you next time right here on the show. Bye for now.